Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. I can feel your excitement. Encounter service, are you excited to be here? Hallelujah. We've gotten to gotten to the most important, I believe, part of the service, which is to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. It says the entrance of his word brings light. Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. I believe that as the word of God is being preached, some are being saved, some are being healed, some are being delivered. Different things are happening to different people. Somebody is being filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. And so this morning, we want to rise to our feet and declare that nothing is impossible. And believe what you are singing. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His Word. Hearken to the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for God? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon When you trust in His Word, talking to the voice of God to be, is there anything too hard for Him? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon Jesus Christ, let us welcome our pastor, my pastor, your shepherd, the bishop, me, Ajedu Ama. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless and honor you for your word. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. That you always grace our gathering with your presence to touch our lives and to bring us the word from the Lord. We pray that this morning and this afternoon, Lord, will not be the same. And then you have your way. 
I pray that your word will fall on good ground hearts. Your word will not fall on stony grounds. We cancel every stony ground from our midst. Your word will not fall on thorny grounds. We dismantle every thorny grounds in our midst. Your word will not fall on any wayside ground. But I pray that your word, O oh God, will fall on good ground. That your word will bring forth fruits, a hundredfold fruits. Holy Spirit, have your way. Just lift your hands and thank God. Just thank God. Just thank God, somebody. Just thank him. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Have your way. Have your way in our midst. Have your way in our midst, Lord. Heal us through your word. Save us through your word. Deliver us through your word. We cast out evil spirits out of this place. We command them to lose their hold. And we command them to leave this place in the name of Jesus. And we pray, Lord, that your word will have a free course to operate. We pray that we understand your word. We give you the glory and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, let everyone say amen. Shout a better amen. I'm just hearing, I say amen or I just say Say a loud amen. amen. I'm not hearing him. I was like, I don't know whether they have scored some goal or something. God bless you. you may be seated. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 54. Now, in this season, please, there's a lot of noise from these speakers. In front of me. Hallelujah. A lot of noise. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 1. I think that if you sit down quietly and relax, you will not sweat. When you are doing this, you are generating energy. Your muscles are moving. It generates energy. So just for the next five minutes, just relax. By the way, quiet time. Do we do quiet time in this service? Or is it only first service? We do in this service. Now I want you to, for the next two minutes to share a quiet time with the one next to you. Eric is prepared to release some <laughs> wild. <laughs> it's releasing first. So you share with your neighbor, two minutes, your neighbor will share with you. Then I'll call you and your neighbor to come and share. Remember, you share what your neighbor shared and your neighbor will share what you shared. And don't think that I will not call you because I can call anybody from anywhere. Because see, Bishop, Ima is sharing powerfully. I'm sure he would like to share with the church. Aquile? They are sharing with... Um, Reverend Coleman, okay. 
We are too far. He's even surprised. He doesn't even know you are sharing with him. Actually, I'll call you and Reverend Kuman, so better share. Uh, let your leg go into the, away from the aisle. Two minutes and then he also share with you. You can look into your Bible. You are supposed to read your Bible and pray every day as a Christian. Okay? Are you sharing with him or he's sharing with you? Eh? You are sharing with him. Are you listening? Because I'll call you to go and say what he said to you. So listen carefully. And then you too, I'll call you to go and say what he said and what he said. You are sharing quiet time. You are calling somebody. Don't disturb him. It's quiet time. Then are you sharing with who? Okay. I'll call the two of you. You didn't have his quiet time. A lot of people didn't have their quiet time. Look, if you, don't, you didn't have your quiet time, don't be talking something else. Wow. People are sharing powerfully with illustrations. See, Auntie Olive sharing very powerfully. Have you shared to your neighbor? Has your neighbor also shared with you? I'd like to know about this Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. Who do you? I should call Rex. I'll call you. <laughs> Are you new? Is it your first time? Oh, you don't have any friend to share with. Oh, but you should have told me. He said you should share with him. Okay, any volunteers? I will share with him already. He didn't do it. But you did yours. So I will share yours with him. Oh, you should share with him. Why not yet? Sister, the way you are not smiling is not good though. Quiet time, you should smile. Wonderful. Are we finished sharing? You are still sharing. Hey. I say share for a short time, not for a long time. Because I have to preach. I'm waiting for you. Because I'm calling the two of you to go and share. Okay. Any volunteers? Bet you are sharing with your son. Is there any volunteer? Or you want to choose somebody? You want to volunteer somebody? Kara, who did you share with? So you can come and share what you shared. He didn't share with you. Why? He didn't do his quiet time. Next, I have to do a quiet time, okay? So the whole week, you have not prayed. 
You have not read the Bible. You have. So you have to share what you have. Why are you shaking your head? I really like what. Okay, the two of you should come. Clap for them. Microphones. So, in one minute, you shared what he shared, then you also share what you shared. Clap for them, no, I'm outside. Everybody, stop seeing where this bells. Yes. Okay, so Bishop, she shared her quiet time from Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Joshua 1, verse 9. And it says, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And then from her quiet time, she said she learned that in whatever you do, God is always with you. Amen. God is with you. Whatever you do. Have not I commanded thee, uh-huh. be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Mm-hmm. Bishop, let me change your voice. <laughs> ah, but which version did she read from? She read from NIV. Okay, read it yourself, read it. When did you learn this one? Eh? Yesterday. Okay, so tell us again. Don't tell us that they say we should obey our parents, so because that's not what they taught. Oh, last your neighbor. Yes. Do be a uh, pastor. Uh, Philemon, you are next. Yes, go on. Please, speak into the mic. The, the, the church wants to hear. Joshua 1 9. Look, the microphone is not working. Speak into it and be bold. Joshua 1 9. It says that. Give him your mic. Give him your mic. Uh huh. And speak into it. Okay. Joshua 1 9. It says that. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Yes. So, so what did you learn from there? So I learned that no matter what you pass through or you go through, you should be strong. You shouldn't give up. That's all. That's all you learned. <laughs> so what are you going through? Because <laughs> the Lord will not tell you this you are not going through something. <laughs> what, what are you going through? Like, um, not like. Not story, so I'm telling you, what are you going through? Because the Lord, yeah, if that's what you learned, you were going through something, the Lord speak, spoke to you specifically. So tell her, what are you going through? Or a secret? <laughs> Has somebody proposed to you and you are debating? But what, is, what can be secret? A secret. 
when I'm preaching, I'm mentioning my wife's name, I'm sharing about my life. You have come to say, is it secret? What do you mean secret? Tell us before I get annoyed with you. Okay, what did you also learn? What did you, okay, your, your own quiet time, share with us. Are you sure you learned this yesterday? Yes. Okay. Some of you don't have your quiet time. When they call you, then just look for some scriptures to come and share. This is Joshua one night that you are sharing from eight to nine. You tell us that secret. Yes. Today's quiet time was on blasphemy. Yes. The scripture is Mark chapter three verse six, mm-hmm. and then the the many verses, Mark eight eight nine. Yes. It says, but he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost, but he that he has not mastered it. As the day goes you master it. Yeah, so what did you learn? You see, whatever you learn, eh, you are either going through something or. So, what have you been blaspheming? <laughs> okay, tell us what you learned. Tell the church, you see, this year, eh? Now, this season, we are preaching on attempt great things. Eh? And one of the attempted great things is to speak in front of the church. Wow. Yes. So, the Pharisees were saying that... Listen very carefully. Said the Pharisees. There was Zibab, which is the prince of devils. And he was using it to cast out other demonic spirits. That's it. And then, Jesus Christ said that, how can a kingdom that is divided against itself stand? And then he, he, he said that, how can state Satan stand against Satan? Then he said, if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, you will never be forgiven. That is, if you accuse the Holy Spirit of being an evil spirit. So in what prophet wrote, he said that in order not to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, it is better not to criticize any pastor mm-hmm. or any man of God that you do not know, um, no matter what you have read or seen. And then he said that Jesus was an, was an anointed so what? So what did you learn? Just tell what you learned, yes. Is that you shouldn't criticize anyone of God, mm. anything that you have seen, or anybody who is working for God. Mm. Or you, couldn't, you shouldn't criticize any sacred thing or any holy thing. Yeah. What's the example of a sacred thing or a holy thing? Um, church is sacred. Yes. And your pastor, your pastor. And my pastor is sacred. Pastor Dionster. And my shepherd as well. Yeah, your pastor Dionster is a holy thing. And the work of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap for them. See, she has shared. Eh? This is your, your secret thing, you know. Clap for them again. Amen. Isaiah chapter 54. And from. Okay. So remind me at the end of the service, I'll call Reverend uh, Philemon. Uh, have you heard anybody called Philemon before? Yes, yeah, so you hear from a Philemon today. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, this year, our year of work, you and I have to attempt great things for God. Amen? So begin to think about it. Most of us have been attempting a lot of great things, but not for God. Are you with me? Eh? What are some of the great things you've been attempting? Some of you want to get a beloved. You feel it's a great thing. Hey, Pastor Morris. 
When will you reply my messages? This year you have to attend great things. Eh? By, res by responding to my calls. If you respond to my calls, it will be a great thing. <laughs> the great Pastor Morris himself. What are some of the great things that you've been attempting for yourself? They want to repair your marriage. People's marriages have been broken. They want to, the great thing they want to do is to repair their marriages. Wow. Yes. New job. Yeah. More money. See, people are attempting to get more money through new jobs. Amen. What other great things? Traveling to Canada. That's what you want to do this year. Wow. Have you been there before? Not you. <laughs> How about you? What do you want to do? an example. Traveling to Canada is a great thing for somebody. They want to attempt it. Are you with me? Yeah. What else you want? What else? Eh? To try and start the business. Wow. It's a great thing. Eh? Amen. So people have great ideas. Eh? My sister, is there anything you want to attempt? A great thing you want to attempt? Pass your exams. Wow. So you see, that's a great thing before her. To pass her exams. And I'm sure a lot of people here eh, want to pass the exams. Is that not the case? So there are many, many great things that people try to attempt. Is there anybody here who wants to build a, you want to build your house today, this year? You want to start, either you want to start your building project or you want to finish it. Can I see, man, if you want to finish your building project this year? Have you started? Eh? Provisional. You want to renovate your house. Wow. <laughs> you want to what? You want to finish your house. You will finish it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anybody want to finish a, his house this year, right? So on your feet. You want to finish your house. Eben, is this your second house or third house? Lift your hands and receive the grace to finish. 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 We will come. Those of you who have not started, sit down. We are talking about those who have started. Because we are talking about finishing. Receive the grace to finish. We will come and dedicate your house. I say we will come and dedicate your house. In the name of Jesus. It will not only be dedicated, but you will also enter into it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. So there are many things that people are attempting. Amen. Hallelujah. But this morning and this season, we want to talk about attempting great things for God. Are you with me? If you, all the things that we are attempting to do, they are great. And they are good. But all those things without attempting a great thing for God, all those things become useless. 
Because you will finish it and realize that, ah, what next? Isaiah 54 encourages us to prepare for the great thing. You know, this year I decided to create some rooms and things in my house. Because as I am growing, you know, I need certain people in my house, you know, to be there to, to serve me and to do certain things. So I prepared. And that is what the scripture is saying. Isaiah 54 verse 1. It says, sink all barren. A lot of us are barren in the church. But your barrenness is ending in the name of Jesus. Your productivity is arising. And your fruitfulness is coming into being in the name of Jesus. He said, thou that this not bear. Many of us are not bearing. But he says, sing. He said, break forth into singing. And cry aloud. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife. Say the Lord. Amen. God is saying that we are going to have more children in the church. Amen. Are you with me? Next verse. Then it says, enlarge the place of thy tent. In the church, this is the place of our tents. Eh? So though we are sweating, sitting down like this, we are trying to enlarge the place of our tent. Because this city arrangement can take more people. Are you with me? On the 31st, we packed 4,500 chairs into this place. And we can still pack more. Put the scripture back. So we are following this scripture. It says, enlarge the place of thy tent. In the whereas in the past, because of lack of people, eh, were content. Okay? Because of lack of people in your fellowship, in your basenta, you were okay with where you were meeting. But God is saying that prepare. Prepare a bigger place. Prepare a bigger place. Prepare a bigger place. Say, enlarge the place of thy tents. And let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Hallelujah. It says, spare not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. God wants us all to prepare to launch out to do great things. Because great things brings about great results. Hallelujah. Great things brings about great results. Many people followed Jesus because of the great things that they saw that him, him doing. Are you with me? You know, either too, you don't even, in your area, people know you in the area. Eh? They know you maybe as that girl that goes to that school or that girl that goes to that church or that boy that drives that car. Eh? But they don't know you as that boy who goes about preaching. They don't know you as that girl who goes about witnessing. But this year, because of the things that you are going to do, your title is changing in the area. I say your title is changing in the area. Some of you don't want your title to change. Some of you, even you are known in your area as a bad boy. Eh? But that title is changing this year. I say that title is changing this year. Because this year, you are going to attempt great things for God. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. 
People have mentioned the great things that they want to attend for themselves. You know, at the beginning of every year, most companies, they go on retreats. Eh? And they go to strategize. Isn't that the case? Eh? Management and executive, they're going to strategize to see the areas they can expand into. When your company is operating only in Accra, eh? and now you want to expand to other places, other cities, you are attempting great things. Amen. Realize what I'm saying? Because your company goes to other places. You are, I mean, you are attempting great things, but this year, you want to attempt great things for God. Amen. Because all of us, there are places that God expects you to reach out to. Eh? There are places that God expects you to start fellowships. There are places that God expects you to start centers. But then you have not started. Are you understand what I'm saying? But I'm saying that we are encouraging ourselves that we are going to attempt great things for God. Amen. Hallelujah. And it is for God. It's not for you personally. And that is why you don't have to be afraid. Because several times when you are doing something for yourself, you are afraid. For instance, if you are going to propose to a lady, you should be afraid. Because she can say no. Eh? And then she will tell her friends. Say, Look at you, she came to tell me a last week. Then her friends will be laughing at you. Is that not the case? Is that not the case? Ladies, is that not what you have done to many people? Eh? Is that not what you have done to many people? Yeah, look at my face like that. <laughs> Eh? Have you not done something to some people before? You haven't done something before? Yeah. Are you wearing a ring? Yeah, I see my husband. Hey. Chalema. <laughs> you have attempted great things. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have attempted great things to have a wife. But this year, God is saying, attempt great things for God. Hallelujah. Prof, you are now a professor. Eh? You have been doing a lot of work for the Lord. And God wants you this year to continue to do great things, attempt great things. Hallelujah. God wants you to bring 100 people to church. He's a professor. If professors are going to bring 100, eh? you see, as a professor, you have a certain, certain kind of rewards on this earth already. You see, even your pay alone is a reward. It's better than you that you have now doing your national service. Eh? So if professor eh, is going to attempt to bring 100 people to church eh, to be blessed by God, you are doing your national service. You have to do more. Are you understand what I'm saying? Eh? Because so far you have not done anything at all, not for God, not for yourself. But this year, you are going to attempt great things for God. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for yourself. Amen. And the great things we are going to do is not for ourselves. Now, let me just give, tell you a number of things that attracted people to Jesus. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 20. The Bible says, Then began he to abrade the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. They're referring to the works of Jesus as mighty works. And this year, you are going to follow Jesus. He said, woe unto thee, Chorazin, woe unto thee, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, 
they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for time and sit down at the day of judgment than for you. Amen. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which have been done in thee have been done in Sidon, in Sodom, it would have remained until today. You see, Jesus Christ, the works that he did, the Bible describes them as mighty works. And that is what God wants us also to do. Now, if you look at what Jesus Christ did, the Bible says that when he came, he went about the cities preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Are you with me? He went about doing what? He went about doing renovation to his house. When Jesus came, his father's house was too small. And because of the ministry, he went about to renovate his father's house. He went about to build his house and to finish it that year. Are you sure? Jesus Christ went about to marry. All these things are good things too. But this year, we are not talking about those things. We are talking about the things for God. Amen? Because the things that Jesus Christ did, they are described as mighty things. They are described as great things. Hallelujah. So in order for us to also attempt great things for God, eh, we have to know the things that Jesus Christ came to do. And we also have to attempt to do them. You know, when you are going to write exams, eh, they don't say do. Eh? What do they say? Attempt. Attempt five questions. At times they tell you, question one is compulsory. And attempt four others. Are you with me? <laughs> if you leave out question one, you are failed. Because usually the question one carries more marks. Is that the case? Eh? Is that the case? Who is a TA here? <laughs> Are you a TA? When you set the questions, how many marks do you allot to question one? Sp uh, give me a microphone, please. People should help in the preaching. People can preach. They have the word. Yes. The microphone has to work. Oh. And you have to speak into it. If both questions are over 50. Both questions. Question one that is compulsory is 30. So it takes a larger mark. And then the rest are how many questions? 20 each. How many questions? 20. How many questions? It's like four. It can be four. Then you, you are asked to choose only one or two. So number one is compulsory. And the optional ones, how many? About four or five, they say two, two. So like number one alone, you have a lot of how many marks? 30 marks. 30 marks. Eh? And the rest, how many marks each? 20 or 10 or 15. 20 or 10 or 15. Do you see? So if you leave out question one, your thing is being marked over 70. Already 70 is gone. So now you have to get the 70 you have to get the pass mark from the rest. It will not be easy for you. I said it will not, but it will not be easy for you. So as we say we are going to attempt great things, we have to know what great things are. What is the composite question? 
And who else can we go to to know about that great thing than Jesus Christ himself? Bible says, as dear children, eh, we should be followers of God. Amen? So, please sit down. <laughs> Jesus Christ did not come to sell drugs. Eh? He didn't come to sell drugs. All those things are good. Now, let's see what the Bible says. Because, you see, you may be thinking that I'm not looking down the work that you do. It's very important. I tell you. Every work is important. Are you with me? Luke chapter 16. And verse 5. And verse 15. You see, a lot of things are impressive. Are you with me? A lot of things are what? Impressive. If you see LP Vivian City in an Italian car, you'll be impressed, you'll be impressed by it. What's the name of your car? Is it Alfa Romeo or what? Porsche. With a beige interior. Leather. Leather, beige interior. Heated what? Heated seat in, uh, in Accra. You are heating the seat in Accra. <laughs> you know, it looks very impressive. Is that not the case? Oh, yeah. eh? If you look at El Pinora with the sports, with the orange jacket, eh? with the busy hair, or red hair. It's not red hair, it's busy. I've been away. With, in the, in the uh, range, what car? You'll be impressed. <laughs> with sunroof. You'll be very impressed. Are you with me? And all, you see, all these things are good. Are you with me? But let's look at the scripture. And he said unto them, Ye are they that which justify yourselves before men. So usually, I mean, I'm not saying that. Epinora's car and uh, who else did I talk about? Epinora's car. I'm not saying that they are trying to impress anybody. But we are impressed by these things. To the extent that people even want to impress. And so they also have them. Amen? And it says, ye are they which justify ourselves before men. But God knoweth your hearts. Hmm? Now the second part is what is very important. It says, for that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. And highly. Maybe you are not trying to make people highly to, you know. But Bible is saying, that's what it says, that the things that are highly esteemed by men, we all like them. We want to have a powerful, nice house. Eh? With powerful designs. Is that the case? With a mini golf course in the house. Beautiful car. Eh? You want to dress nice to church. Is that the case? You want to have a beautiful hairstyle. Eh? He said, these things, look, they are, it's, it's unfortunate. But he said that, put the scripture back. For that which is highly esteemed, the thing that we esteem, I'm trying to reorient our minds to things that are important. 
Amen? I'm trying to reorient our minds to things that are most important. Are you following what I'm saying? It's good. Have a house. Have houses. Be a landlord. It's great. It's not too nice to be a landlord, but it's good. Because almost every landlord is a witch. Almost. Because of tenants. He didn't pay when you come a husband and say, my landlord is a witch. Then he'll take you for prayer meeting. They are praying and binding you. Some tenants are very bad. That's why some people don't give their house to uh, people. Oh. One man, of one man, a rich man, he gave his house to a certain church. His house or office. And one day, either he himself heard or he was told that they were binding him. <laughs> heard the church praying, they were binding him. <laughs> you have, you, rent is due, and they begin to bind the person. I mean, why? But we all want to have houses and rent them out. Is that the case? Yeah. Eh? We want to have flats. Eh? B and B. What do you call that thing? Yeah. Eh? B and B. <laughs> the things that are highly esteemed, you know, and people want to achieve certain things. Are you with me? But when Jesus Christ came, when He came, look, all those things I'm saying they are okay. But when you are doing them and you neglect the important thing, then you have you, you have made a, a great mistake. You have made a great mistake. I'm telling you. What it will end up to mean that all those things will be useless. All those things will be useless. There are a lot of houses that houseboys are enjoying. Houseboys and security men. Beautiful houses. Houses that could cost thousands and millions of dollars. And those who are enjoying are who? Houseboys. And some of these houses... The only time it will be used, not by the person himself, but those who will come for his funeral. Yeah, most of, I'm telling you, most of them, those who will come from his funeral, for his funeral, because the funeral will be in, the, in his hometown, and that's where the house is, which he never used. Those who will come for the funeral, that's where they will have the reception. So it ends, it's also in Accra. Hey, it's in Accra husband. However, when you make the things of God, a priority in your life. These other things become useful. You see, some years ago, I knew a few people in the church. We had houses. And we gave to church to use. Because if I, if I, if I wasn't in the church, if I wasn't focused on the things of God, the house would be there. I want to rent it. A tenant to come and stay in. By the time the tenant is leaving, the money that you have to use to restore the house is more than any rent that you have collected so far. Are you with me? And so we gave our houses to church to use. Even the church said, want to pay. No, 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 we don't want, we don't want the money. Just use it. Because the mind and the orientation is God. When your mind and your orientation is God, those things that you have, they become useful. Hallelujah. Because hardly will somebody give his house free to be used. But there are many people who have given their houses free for the church to use. Your orientation changes. And this year, we want to attempt great things for God. And great things for God were those mighty things that Jesus Christ did. Hallelujah. So it's not like we are going to look for things to do. No. We know what to do. Amen. I said we know what to do. And don't ever think that doing those things for God are useless. Because, and you see, people's minds is like most of our business. And what we want is what? Profit. 
Malachi chapter 3. Verse 13. Let's start from verse 13. What we want in our business is what? Profits. He said, your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord. Yet he say, what have we spoken much against thee? 14. Ye have said, it is vain to serve God. What profit and what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance? Aren't you doing your business for profit? Aren't you going to school because you want to profit? When you grow, you get a good job. All we want is profit or gain. But we have said to ourselves that, how? How can, I mean, can we profit when we serve God? Or we cannot profit when we serve God? It is vain to serve God. It is vain to say, and what profit is it that we have kept this ordinance? And that we have walked mournfully before the Lord our host. So most of us, when it comes to profiting, eh, God does not come in. Because we don't think that God can profit us. But God does profit. Thank you, my sister. Amen? Amen. But you wake up and you dash to work. Because, Charlie, you are going for profit. Let's equate profit to money. Or to whatever. You dash to work because God can profit you. Um, your work can profit you. You take your managers to Volta region to go and stay in a beautiful hotel and to strategize for this year. You don't mind the amount of money to spend because you know the strategy will bring him back the money. Is that the case? Because what? There is profit. But most of us don't think there's profit in serving God. We don't think there's profit in serving God. If we think there's profit in serving God, then the things that we do secularly, we will do more for God. So though you may not say it with your mouth, you are saying it with your actions. That what profit is there? Put the scripture back. We have said, we have said it is vain to serve God. Give me the message Bible. The message Bible. Change the version. Go to verse 13. God says, you have spoken hard, rude words to me. You ask, when did we ever do that? You are also challenging God. Next verse. When you said, it doesn't pay to serve God. But it pays to go to your, your hairdresser shop. It pays to go and work in your saloon. What do you do? Where do you work? to wear your glasses and drive to Ghana Link. I mean, she has no she's serving God. She does things in the church. What do you do? Controlling the counter general. Ah, it pays. Every morning to because you stay very far. Where do you stay? Right. To beat the traffic. To go to controlling the counter general. It pays. Oh, it really pays. What do you do? You're going to do Running over the whole country. By the grace of God. One day I called him doing um, flow prayer. 
flow prayer. He was on site. He was praying on site. <laughs> that was around five. Before five o'clock. I called him. He was on site. He said the client said he should meet him. It pays. There is profit. It pays. Amen. What do you do? You have forgotten. What do you do? You don't do anything. Break in the hospital. Eh, hospital. Which hospital? Holy Trinity, just here. It pays. Doesn't it pay? It pays. By grace. It pays. Does it pay? What? <laughs> the church is very quiet. Your job. Where do you work? Automation. Ghana. You are automating things. Do you drive? Not yet. Automation will give you a car soon. It pays. What are you studying? Eh? Medicine. It pays. Will you go to America when you finish? Going to earn five hundred thousand dollars every year in America. It pays. Can we see the things that men esteem high? The Bible says that they are what an abomination before God. The thing that is esteemed in the eyes of men. Put that description of Malachi three. When you said it doesn't pay to serve God, so though we will not say it with our mouth, our actions shows. And our actions demonstrate that to us, it doesn't pay to serve God. But I came to announce to you that this year, our mind, that mind must change. Because you and I are going to attempt great things for God. Amen? Is it what do we ever get out of it? They were asking, well, what do we get out of it? What do, we ever, what do we get out of serving God? What do we get out of this basenta thing they are talking about? What do we get out of it? Hmm. When we did what he said and went around with long faces, serious about God of the angels' army, what difference did it make? So we don't say it, but we, ask, we say it in our hearts. Are you with me? Hmm? Next verse. Those who take life into their own hands, not the lucky ones, they break all the rules. You are saying they break all the rules. You go, you look at others who looks like they are doing well. Eh? They break all the rules and get away. I mean, they are not in church. They are not like you. They fornicate, they adulterate, do all sorts of things. They push God to the limit and get by with it. So they do all sorts of things. You know, and you envy them. I mean, you are envying somebody who is having girls and having, adu uh, adu adu what do you call it? What do you call that thing? Adultery. <laughs> you guys are silly. <laughs> no, at times Christians envy such people. Say, you guys are having a great time. And me, I'm supposed to have fellowship meeting today. What is the use of the fellowship meeting? What is the use of it? Next verse. Hmm. Then those whose lives honored God got together and talked it over. God saw what they were doing 
and listen in. A book was opened in God's presence. And minutes were taken of the meeting. When you are having meetings, eh? The other day we had a meeting here. Last week. Eh? And I think Bishop Dennis dissolved some, some things. What was that? No, it, it didn't dissolve. It didn't dissolve the fellowship. No, the titles. The titles. Fellowship leaders and things like that. Put the scripture back. I'm preaching. It, put, it, it, it dissolved some things. Were you here? Yes. Somebody made a comment. Oh, then now they will sit down in the church. Yes. The person is hearing me as I'm talking. <laughs> oh, now, now we will sit down in the church. Because of the title. Oh. Are we looking for titles in the church or we are serving God in the church? And that is what is said here. Eh? It says, God saw what they were doing and listened in. So you see, at times you may not even voice it out. But it's in your heart. Then I'm tired of this thing. I'm tired of this thing. I'm tired of this thing. The Bible says God what listened in. Then they say a book was opened in God's presence. So books have been opened though. The things that you have said. You better go and look for an eraser. I say you better go and look for a divine spiritual eraser. But there are many things that we have said in our hearts. Are you with me? And again, God is merciful. So God this year has given us a chance. Hallelujah. Yes, you have said it. But he said that what? If you repent, eh? He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all our righteousness. Is that the case? Eh? He said, a book was opening God's presence and minutes were taken of the meeting with the names of the God-fearers within written down. All the names of those who honored God's name. So remember that as you serve God, as you attempt great things this year, God will honor you. I said, God will honor you. I said, God will honor you. I said, God will honor you. Man may not think what you are doing is important. You yourself, you may not think what you are doing is important. But God, he knows what it is. And God will honor you. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for yourself. Keep that scripture on. Next verse. God of the angels, I mean, said, they are mine. We are talking about those who are going to attempt great things for God this year. God says what? They are mine. They will get special treatments when I go into action. God is coming into action on your behalf. I say God is going to go into action on your behalf. There are people, I see pictures posted. You went to visit somebody. You went to visit all those visitations. God is looking at them. Are you with me? I say, are you looking? Are you, are you with me? You see, most of us have a lot of time on our hands. But we don't do anything with it. We're just lazy about, chat, do unnecessary things. But God is saying here, he said, they are mine. All mine. They will get special treatments. When I go into action. There's a time that God goes into action. Are you with me? God can go into action and solve marriages. Eh? Give people beloveds. 
Because most of us, our eyes are closed. So we cannot even see. Most of us, our mouths are closed. We cannot propose. The ladies are around you, but as if like your face only, only looks up. Remember, there are beautiful ladies around you. But when God goes into action, you will begin to see them. As when God goes in, you see, when God goes into action, God uses his servants. You know, as pastors, we are shepherds. And if you are a shepherd, or you are a, a shepherd is rearing sheep, is that the case? Or for that matter, any animal at all, hmm? you the shepherd, or you the rarer of the animals, you make moves for them. One of my friends called me the other day from Mampong. He said he has a Dalmatian, female Dalmatian, who is on heat. Do I have any male? Do I know anybody who has a male? Then I called somebody, and the person had organized a male, and they carried a female from Mampong to bring to Accra for mating. You know? Do you think that female would have gone around looking for me, would have found a male? A male Dalmatian? in Accra. Every dimension in Accra is locked up in a room or in a house. And that is the work of a shepherd. Hallelujah. When God goes into action, it touches a shepherd's heart. Shall this, this, this brother and this sister, it can work. And they better realize it is working. This year, I'm expecting to have at least five marriages that I, by the grace of God, have organized at least, I want to see five marriages at least that, by the grace of God, I have organized. So when I'm organizing, you relax to be organized. Some of you don't relax to be organized. Remember, you, are, you, you, you cannot see. Even when the people come, you cannot even see. Are you with me? So when God goes into, God goes into action on the behalf of those who have spoken well of him, on the behalf of those whose names he has noted down. On the behalf of those who had meetings and were discussing him. And were talking about the importance of serving God. And giving ourselves to God. They will get special treatment when I go into action. I will treat them with the same consideration and kindness. That parents give the child who honors them. Wow. Are you seeing what is I'm, I'm, I'm seeing? Hmm? He said, I treat them. He said, I treat them with the same consideration and kindness. Now, pause a moment, especially those who are parents. Those who are parents. Think about your children. I mean, you love all your children. Isn't that the case? And you make everything and anything for them. But think about it. That there may be some that is special. special. I don't know. Me, I don't have that. <laughs> There will be some that are special. You see, I mean, I like all my children the same. I don't, but there are some families that challenge. Somebody is special. This one is very special. You know? They are close to their parents, especially daughters. Very close to their parents. And so they become very, very special. And that is what God is saying. He put the scripture back. He says that I treat them with the same consideration and kindness that parents give. The child who honors them. When you attempt great things for God, you are honoring God. Jesus Christ said, my meat is to do the will of the Father. Is that not the case? 
His food. We like food every day and we eat every day. We don't fast. So Jesus Christ said the food, you know, he was he, 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 he likened it to food because we eat every day. And we like food. Is that the case? Yes. And he likened the working for God. He likened the doing what the Father has sent him to do to food. Because he knows we like food. So he said, my meat. Eh? My meat. Not my crabs, but my meat. <laughs> the meat could be crabs, it could be, it could be fish. But it's like what you like, what brings you joy, is to do the will of the Father. Hallelujah. And that is what God wants us to do this year. Church, are you listening to me? And nobody should count him or herself out. We should all think about it. Amen? Now, if we say we are doing a great, we are going to attempt great things for God. What are great things? Exploits are great things. We mentioned one of the, which, what Jesus Christ said, wonderful works, great works, mighty works. Because the things that you do this year, they will be mighty works. Do you know why they will be mighty? They may not be mighty in the eyes of maybe some other people. But because it's something that you have never attempted before, eh? that every particular day in the, day, in, in the week, you go around just to witness, to talk to people about Jesus. Maybe you've never done it before. So that becomes a mighty work. Hallelujah. That becomes something you are attempting for God. And this year, you are going to attempt great things for God. A story I read about, you know this song, I've decided to follow Jesus. I've decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The cross before me. The world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. Okay, let's start with the world. The world behind me, the cross before me. No turning back, no turning back. If no one follows, if no one follows, still I will follow. Still I will do it, I'll follow. If, if no, no one follows, I think if no one comes or something, if no, not, if no one goes with me, still I'll follow. If no, no one goes with me, still I will follow. No, no turning back. No turning back. The world before me. The world behind me. Behind me. The, the cross before me. The world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me, no turning back, no turning back. Jesus said that if any man will come after me, he must first deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Amen. And we all say we are followers of Jesus. We need to learn to deny ourselves. Amen? Deny yourself of a little bit sleep. Deny yourself of a little bit of pleasure. Of watching TV. Amen? 
Deny yourself of a little bit more of food to fast and pray. Deny yourself of a little of your energy to go somewhere to visit somebody. He said, the world behind me. And the, he said, if anyone will come after me, let him first deny himself. Let him first deny the world. Take up his cross daily and follow me. The story goes like this in India. You know, a lot of missionaries were sent from the UK to India from various places to go and evangelize there. And in a particular town or village, a man gave his life to Christ. Now this man, this is how the song came out. This man was reported to the chief of the village or whatever, the chief or MP or whatever. I think MP. So this man was invited to the town square. And he was to deny Jesus. He refused. He was to recant his decision to follow Jesus. He refused. So what happened? They brought his family. Said they're going to kill his family. They're going to execute them. So they asked him, are you going to rescind your decision to follow Jesus? He said, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. They executed the wife right before his eyes, right before his face. And they asked him, are you prepared now? Seeing that what we said we would do, no, we are doing. He said, I have decided to follow Jesus. In the end, he was also killed. Now, when the whole village saw what had happened, when they saw how the man stood and said, no, I have made a decision to follow Jesus. The whole village was converted. They came to Christ. It happened in India. You can Google it, you'll see. It happened in India. And then somebody who either heard of it or witnessed it wrote this hymn out of it. And I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The world behind me, the cross, from that was a mighty work. So with his own life, he demonstrated the mighty work. Several times, people followed Jesus because of the mighty works. And this man's mighty works brought a whole village to Christ. And that's how come this story, this song was written. This year, decide that I'm going to serve God. This year, decide that I'm going to do mighty works. I'm going to attempt great things for God. Amen. I'm going to do what? Attempt great things for God. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. Give me Daniel 11, 32. And that's why we started even with our quiet time for this year. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. So we started this year with having quiet time. One thing that quiet time does is that it makes you strong. Are you with me? Now why do you need to be strong? 
You need to be strong because there are so many issues. There are so many problems. Yeah? And if you are not strong, you cannot leave your problems and serve God. But daily waiting on the Lord makes you a strong person. Makes you a strong Christian. That's why I said, they that wait on the Lord, they will be what? Strong. And they will do exploits. What are exploits? In closing, exploits are great things. And this year, I'm going to do attend great things. Amen? Exploits are the work of God. This year, you're going to do the work of God. Exploit is a notable achievement. I like that definition of an exploit. And what? A notable achievement. Today, you don't have, you, are maybe, you may have two or three people in your basenta. But by the middle of the year, you have a lot of people in your basenta. I say you have a lot of people in your basenta. And that will be what? A notable achievement. In the morning, where is the lady Pastor Dinah? She's not here. I call lady Pastor Dinah. I say, you, you are a bank manager or something like that. How many people do you oversee in your bank? He said 20. Eh? And I said, how many people are in your bar center? Or your fellowship? He said 45. This is a notable achievement. Hallelujah. You can see that he is doing more for God than he's doing for the bank. And it's even said that this year we are going to grow some more. Amen. So if you don't even take anything at all from this service, take it that this year you are going to do something notable and notable achievements. Amen. You are going to achieve something that is, I mean, nobody can deny it. Exploits are striking accomplishments. I see you achieving striking accomplishments. Exploits are bold undertakings. I see you undertaking things boldly. You are in the university, but you are passing 35 people to church. It's a bold achievement. Amen. You are in the university, but when you come for fellowship and on campus, eh, you take people to go and pray. You, where do you pray on campus? Is there a park? Where? Are you in Legon? Where? UPSC. Is there a park there that you pray? Or you don't pray? <laughs> what is the name of the park? When Lego used to go to the gardens, those in USC, they used to go to Pajo Park. US, uh, K, Lego, you don't have a park. Where? Huh? What? The athletic bar, the one they are renovating, or the one around the cafeteria. The thing you are mentioning, you don't know. <laughs> the one at the basketball area. People pray there. Is that where you go? So where do you pray? You don't pray. Where do you pray? Eh? Where do you have your basenta? Where? Your fellowship. <laughs> Look, find a place. You see, maybe the prayer alone could be your notable achievement this year. Prayer is very important. I'm telling you. Eh? Prayer is very, very important. I mean, when I was in meditation, I was praying. Third year, I knew that I was doing a wrong course. <laughs> but I finished it. And I went to do the correct course that <laughs> I believe I should do. You don't know whether you are doing a wrong course or the correct course. What course are you doing? Hmm? Mass, Econs, and Marketing. M-E-M. 
Hallelujah. You should pray. This year, we are all going to achieve something great for God. You decide on what you are going to do, what you are going to achieve. It's not just coming to church and laughing. Are you with me? And smiling at the preaching. But purposing in your heart to do something. Are you understand what I'm saying? We should all purpose in our hearts to do something. Not to do your hair for your friends to be happy about it. To impress your friends. But we should all decide that this year we are going to do something for the Lord. We are going to attempt great things for God. Rise on your feet. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Touch my heart, touch my heart, Lord. If you can use, if you can use anything, you can use me. Lord, if you can use anything, if you can use anything, you can use, you can use, Lord. Everybody born in January, I want you to come forward quickly. All January borns, come back forward. Can use oh, yes. Oh, Lord, if you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hand, Lord, and my feet. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use, if you can use anything.
Father, we thank you. They have preserved these lives all through the years. You've added a year to their years. Your word says that we are your workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. For you have ordained already from the foundations of the world, Lord, that we will be used for your glory. I pray for these ones. I pray for these ones. I pray for these ones that he would use them. Use them, Lord, for your glory. Use them for your glory, O oh God. Lord, those that have been dormant for so many years in the church, activate them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Use them for your glory. You have preserved them for such a time as this. You have preserved them for such a time as this. So use them for your glory. Use them. Preserve their lives. Cause them not to fall by the roadside. Preserve their lives. Deliver them from every snare of the Father. Deliver them from Satan, Lord. And let their lives bring you glory. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can go back to your seats. Take my hand. Take my hand, Lord, and my Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I've been coming to church, but I don't know Jesus personally. Pastor, pray with me. Maybe today is my first time, or my second time, or my tenth time. But of the truth, I don't know Jesus personally. I don't know him as my Lord and my Savior. I've not yielded myself to him. Say, Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are standing, with every eye closed, just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. Just lift your right hand. God bless you. Lift it very high. Don't allow somebody to deceive you to bring it down. Lift it very high. God bless you. Don't allow Satan to deceive you. Lift it high. Say, Pastor, pray with me. Lift it. God bless you. Lift it. God bless you. You are not surrendering to any man or any woman, but you are surrendering to God. So wherever you are, just lift your hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. Bless you. God bless you. You have lifted your hand. I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me from wherever you are. Just come to me.
what we want you to do. Surrender his life to Jesus to lift his hand. Maybe you didn't lift your hand. But you now realize as the Holy Spirit is convicting you that you want to surrender to Jesus. Wherever you are, I want you to leave your seat and come here. Don't leave this place the way you came. Don't leave this place not knowing Jesus. Don't leave this place and go back into your sins. No one is condemning you. You want to surrender to God, not to a man. Wherever you are, just leave your seats and come and join them right now. Lord, I surrender my life to you. Lord, I unto righteousness and with the mouth you confess unto salvation I'm going to lead you in confessing unto salvation just lift your hands as a sign of surrender to the Lord you are surrendering to the Lord pray this prayer after me say Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father. open your mouth say Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father. I, thank you for Jesus, I thank you for Jesus who died for me rose from the dead for me. Who rose from the dead for me. Who is seated at your right hand for me. Seated at the right hand. Praying for me. Praying for me. Say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to you. And I ask you. And I ask you. To please forgive me. Please forgive me. Open them and say, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. Please wash me. Please wash me. In the blood of Jesus. Please cleanse me in the blood of Jesus. Forgive me all my bad things. I want to live for you. I want to serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Say, please write my name in the book of life so that one day, one day, I will go to heaven. Thank you. Help me to be a good Christian. Help me to be a strong Christian. Help me to come to church every Sunday. Thank you for helping me. In Jesus' name. exams, you're admitted to JSS or university or poly or anywhere. The admission is just the beginning. Then you are aware of that. It's just what? Just the beginning. If it is four years, you have four years to study, to come out well. Amen. Christianity is a life. Amen. 
Is there a life that you live only when you come to church? Or is there a life that you live that God lives in you? And you submit yourself to Him, He will lead you and direct you. Amen. You've been born again. I want you to decide that today this is your church. You were born here. What's the name of your family? Frimpong family. You were born into the Frimpong family. So you are in the Frimpong family, isn't it? Eh? You have been born again into the Kodesh family church. Amen. Jesus Christ said to Nicodemus, Marvel not, I say unto you, you must be born again. You have been born again to this family. So from today, you and I, we are brothers and sisters. Because I'm the pastor here, so I'm your father. You are my son. I'm your father, you are my daughter. Do you like me as a father? I also like you as a daughter. Hallelujah. Do you like me as a father? Example setting ministry. The written the example setting ministry is powerful. God bless you all. Now, how do I know I have sons somewhere? Where do you stay? Hacho. How do I know I have a son in Hacho? I have to write your name, your address, and your phone number. Do you want me as a father? I also love you as a son. I want you to go with our pastor here. Our lady pastor here. She'll talk to you. She'll give you. Are you going to minister communion to them? She'll give you communion. Come and join us. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Kodesh Family Church. So go with her. God bless you. Oh, clap for them, church. Lord, I surrender my life. Give it all. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.